Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. This is your host, Brian Davis. For this week's episode, and next week, we're going to get into Disney movies. For this week, we're going to do animated Disney films, our favorites. Next week, we will do our favorite non-animated Disney movies. All right, I have a top 10 list, which was very difficult because I think there's way more... Well, actually, that's not true. There's a lot of great non-animated Disney movies as well, but... Um, to blend in the Pixar movies, which we are uh, counting on this episode, um, with the classics is difficult, but I did my best, and some non-obvious choices are in here, so let's go with my top 10 list now. All right, number 10 for my list of favorite animated Disney movies is The Great Mouse Detective from 1986. Now, the mid-80s, actually most of the 80s, was kind of a dark period for Disney when it came to animated films. It wasn't really until The Little Mermaid in 88 that they had this incredible run of really top-notch animated films. That being said, I always figured that I always thought the Great Mouse Detective uh, was one of the more underrated films to come out of the era, and I really enjoyed it because it's essentially an animated version of Sherlock Holmes. Even the main character Basil is named after Basil Rathbone, who of course played the Holmes character on film throughout the 1940s. Basil's nemesis, Professor Radigan, is based on Professor Moriarty from the original Holmes novels and is voiced by Vincent Price. So if you enjoy Sherlock Holmes, and of course if you love Disney movies, you should definitely check this out. Number nine is The Rescuers from 1977. So I've always thought that The Rescuers is probably the most underrated of all the Disney animated films. Part of this might be because I'm a huge Bob Newhart fan, but the story is truly great and loads of fun. In addition to Newhart, other voices in the film include Ava Gabor, Geraldine Page, and Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan played Fibber McGee in the old-time radio show. So if you're a younger Disney fan who thinks The Little Mermaid is a super old Disney movie, you might want to check out The Rescuers for even an older movie. Number eight is Pinocchio from 1940. Now, I realize when I'm doing this list, I'm like, Pinocchio's at eight? It should be lower. But there's so many other great movies, it's really tough to to narrow down to one. That being said, I did a little research, and I probably saw Pinocchio for the first time when it was re-released at theaters in 1984. And so that was the thing about um, animated Disney films before the advent of, of home video. You had to wait till it was re-released to the theaters. And it was a huge money-making <laughs> scheme, if I if you want to call it that, for Disney, because they would end up making tons of money again on old films because people hadn't seen it in a really long time. And this is one of them. And I, I still love the movie. I love the movie then. I enjoy it today. And I, I pretty much remember when this it finally came out on VHS in the late 80s um, about being very uh, happy about my mom getting this. Interestingly enough, it's actually one of the longer classic animated Disney films at 88 minutes in length. Number seven is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs from 1937. This was the first full-length animated film to be released by Disney, and it's still one of the best animated Disney films and definitely one of my favorites. Of course, I always loved the scenes with the dwarves while my sister likely enjoyed Snow White more. 
So my fondness of Disney movies and classic era movies in general came from my mom, as you can go back and listen to in the Meet the Parents episode. Uh, She made sure that we had every classic animated Disney film on VHS if it was available. Um, And so growing up, we always had these, you know, wealth of of riches when it came to VHS movies. But of course, she would also take us and, you know, my sister and I to the theater to see these when they were re-released, as I had mentioned on the Pinocchio pick. All right. But according to my research, I probably saw this in 1983 for the first time when it was re-released, but at the time of its original release in 1937, it was the highest grossing sound film ever, which is amazing. And if you adjust those numbers for inflation, it's currently ranked at number 10 as the highest grossing film of all time. Number six is Dumbo from 1941. Dumbo is one of the shortest of the animated Disney classics with a runtime of only 64 minutes. It also has one of the saddest moments in any Disney movie when Dumbo's mother is locked up and Dumbo is forced to perform in the circus on his own. I tell you, Disney movies back in the 40s, maybe it was because of World War II, they were definitely grittier than they are today. Uh, However, adversity is what makes the early Disney movies so interesting, and and it's awesome because once Dumbo meets his buddy, Timothy the Mouse, the movie takes some unexpected turns, like the two getting drunk by accident and seeing pink elephants while being drunk. I don't think that would ever happen in today's sort of Disney films. Kids are not as tough as they used to be. I seriously doubt any scene like this would ever get released today. So go back, watch the original Dumbo. Number five is Monsters, Inc. from 2001. So for a while, pretty much, I kind of lost interest really in the Disney movies in in the early 90s when it started to take off again. Part of it was I was a teenager and, you know, the Little Mermaid being played over and over again in my house along with The Lion King and and those type of movies. Just I kind of got turned off them. I enjoy them now, but back then it was just like, okay, I'm done. I'll, I'll watch the classics every now and then, but I just didn't get into them. And so at first I had to be dragged to see Monsters, Inc. by a former girlfriend because she couldn't wait to see this in the theater. However, halfway through the movie, I actually thank her, thanked her for making me go. Uh, Monsters, Inc. is totally entertaining with Billy Crystal and John Goodman. It gets no better than that. And I'm surprised it took so long to make a sequel. Well, actually, it was a prequel to the original film, but Pixar did 12 years later. All right, we're getting into the nitty gritty. Number four is The Incredibles from 2004. Now, on any given day, this actually could be one of my favorite uh, Pixar movies or Disney movies because the characters are so well developed, you can't help but want to watch this movie over and over again. And it's really hard to believe it's been over 10 years uh, since the original was released, but supposedly a sequel is in the works. But that's a great thing about animation, so it's not like the characters will have to worry about aging, except for maybe their voices. Oh well. But back to the original movie, the voice stars are Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Jason Lee, and Samuel L. Jackson. If you don't know the story already, the Incredibles are a family of superheroes who tr- are trying to live in a you know quietly in the sur- suburbs, but must divulge their powers when an evil villain threatens to destroy their world. As for their powers, Mr. Incredible, played by Nelson, has super strength, just like Superman, Elastigirl, played by Holly Hunter, can stretch her body like rubber, Violet can turn invisible, and Dash has, guess what, super speed. Number three is kind of a cop-out, but it's partly, the reason these are put at number three is because they're they're all good, and so there's no way to really pick and choose, uh, so I'm going to 
uh, cheat a little bit. And I'm going to put all three Toy Story movies at number three. They kind of dilute each other. That doesn't take away for how good they are. They very easily could be number one. Um, but they Toy Story really changed the animated film industry in the mid-1990s because Pixar Studios is a force to be reckoned with. And this was the first movie released by Pixar, and it pretty much started an unprecedented streak of high-quality animated films, and that continues to this day. You know, what makes Toy Story so good are that the characters and the voice talent are top-notch. You have Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Don Rickles, Jim Varney, John Ratzenberg, and Annie Potts. And even though this film is now well over 20 years, kids still watch and follow these characters like they're brand new, and that is the power of Disney. All right, number two is Peter Pan from 1953. This is quite possibly, in my opinion, one of the most perfect Disney films. It, it's not super long. I think it's like 78 minutes, which is perfect. That was the great thing about Disney. Everything was concise. No scene is wasted, and, and he was a master at that. I remember being super excited when my mom finally took me to see this in the movie theater when it was re-released. And, you know, I had the old book and record sets, and so I'd, I'd known the story, but to actually see it was like an incredible experience. Eventually, it was released on VHS and we would watch it all the time. So yeah, number two, Peter Pan. All right, we've reached the number one pick. This has been tough, but I'm going to pick something that absolutely nobody doing this list would pick, and I'm going to pick Robin Hood from 1973. I love this as a kid. This was my all-time favorite Disney movie. I still enjoy it to this day. Uh, the voice characters are amazing. You have Peter Ustinov, who is so funny as King John. You know, he's often he's the tiger that sucks his thumb when he doesn't get you know get his way. Uh, Phil Harris plays Little John. Phil Harris was, of course, in the Jungle Book. He was originally known as a terrific sidekick on the Jack Benny program back in the 1930s and 40s. It's just a really well done animated Disney film and most people forget about it, which is a shame. So, I mean, this was my introduction to Robin Hood and this was the one I would watch over and over again. Then eventually I would discover the, you know, Avengers of Robin Hood from the 30s with Errol Flynn and that's amazing. But I still go back to this one because it's so, it's so much fun. So, apologies to Kevin Costner and Russell Crowe's version, but your version are just inferior compared to the 1973 version. So anyway, these are our picks. We hope you enjoy them. We're going to find out what everyone else has to say in this week's episode. All right, Enrique's back. Hello. And she's married. I'm married. Congratulations I again. I think. I hope we did it right. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> our officiant was like, um, so usually I'm given like an actual copy of the marriage license, not like a, a photocopy. Uh-huh. So hopefully this works. And we were like, okay, <laughs> we just paid for a really big party. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah, that's that's all right. That's all right. I'm sure it worked. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's the hope. Yes. All right. So on to on to more fun things. Yes. We're going to talk about Disney movies. Yay! This, I love Disney movies. I, I, this is right up your alley. And we're first we're going to this week we're going to talk about animated Disney films only. Okay. Um, there may be some controversy. Um, but Why? Well, I won't get in. We'll see if you actually do the pick or not. Because some people, because oh. there might be an animated scene in a live action movie. And you oh. think I know where I'm going with that. So um, so we'll see. We'll see what you picked. Okay. So. Well, mine are kind of straightforward. Okay. I My favorite Disney movie of all time is The Lion King. Mm-hmm. And I love it so much. I love the music. The music is the best music of any Disney movie ever. Mm-hmm. I think probably will ever be. It's just so good. So Lion King is absolutely my favorite animated 
This is good because we're we did different age ranges, and so definitely when you grew up, Lion King was. It at came its out, peak. I think, yeah. the year I was born. Yeah. Or ninety four, it came out. So mm-hmm. I was like three years old. Yeah. And it was perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Like I loved it. Oh, love. So Lion you King. owned it, and there was a nonstop loop type. Yeah. Of thing? Yeah. And you know why I love Lion King? Because well, it was it was animals, so yeah. there were no like princesses. No. Or, I didn't really identify with like the princess story. The so Disney. no Little Mermaid, no Beauty no, and the Beast. No, I. I ugh, I liked Beauty and the Beast because she was, like, smart. She's, like, book smart. Mm-hmm. And I was very book smart. But Little Mermaid, I didn't identify with her just, like, incessant desire to have a man. Uh-huh. It just wasn't my jam. Um, and I didn't identify with her at all. So I found it kind of stupid. And I didn't like at the end of Little Mermaid how she just, like, made the decision to leave her family. Right. Yeah, yeah. The whole <laughs> undersea family. Like, yeah. I am very identify very much with my family mm-hmm. and I wouldn't sacrifice that much for a husband. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry, Karen. That'd be <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys still married? No, that's still married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole week. <laughs> so Enrique's Disney movie, how would yeah, how would that go? So, my Disney yeah. movie? I don't know. I think I identify a lot with Moana. Okay. Yeah. Like, she's, I think, the character that I identify with mm-hmm. the most, which is cool because that's a new one. It's a more recent film, yeah. Is it a Disney or is it Disney Pixar? I'm pretty, we're counting Pixar. Oh, you yeah, are? Definitely. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I think Moana, then, is my spirit, spirit animal. That's, that's the so one. So the story of Moana would be, like, my Disney movie. Okay. That's, hey, that's, that's perfect. She's my fave. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, little it, the, people have talked about Moana being like the Little Mermaid in reverse. Mm. Like she is land bound and wants to explore the sea. Yeah, and the Little Mermaid is sea bound and wants to explore land. Right, and like the Little Mermaid is leaves her family in the end, but Moana like comes back to her family. Mm-hmm. I also like how Moana doesn't have a love interest. Like. I get really annoyed with Disney movies and how they kind of make the woman or the young girl's trajectory all about like getting married and finding. They a have prince. a template, yes. So I and I do I do not I don't like, hate that template. Sure, it's fun, but I identify more. No, with, I get that. It, some of it is the template that was built into fairy tales in general, totally. and and yeah. especially the early stuff like Snow White and yeah. they have to go with that. So and it's very interesting, you know, a lot of these the the Grimm the brothers Grimm yeah. fairy tales that incur that kind of the original Grimm mm-hmm. brothers fairy tales weren't so sexist. A lot of the not uh, sexist isn't the right word, but like. I don't know. It's the, cliche. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the arc wasn't so predictable. Yeah. The Grimm brothers were actually linguists. Yeah. So they were very interesting with the way they worded mm-hmm. things and the fairy tales were told very limerick like lyrically. Yeah. Um and I think with with Walt Disney and his like adaptation of these in the thirties from forties, mm-hmm. there was a lot of like anti Semitism sentiment, mm-hmm. a lot of nationalist sentiment. Definitely at the time. Yeah. So there mm-hmm. was a lot of like yeah. changing the original Brothers Grimm and the mm-hmm. kind of the dark nature of them, the mm-hmm. more thought-provoking nature of them to be a little more cliche, well, a little more like and as we find, Americana. You know, as we've heard more about Walt Disney, he wasn't as good of a guy. No, I think that was yeah. clear. From, yeah. I mean, from a lot of the, like the racism and yeah. Semitism, I mean, it, it's unfortunate, but there were some good ones. Oh, there were some that, great ones. And I mean, like, the, yeah. The, the team of artists oh, are incredible. So yeah. they really, although they were given a template to work sure. with kind of 
push the boundaries mm-hmm. and exercise a little. Like with the Aristocats, which oh, is one of my favorites. Very underrated. Came out in 69. Yeah. So it was like the heart of like the jazz yeah. and um, like marijuana era. Yeah. There's all these drug references. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's funny as Which hell. Disney was dead by then. So maybe that's why they got away with it. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah. I think yeah. it was like the liberation of the artists. And yeah. a lot of the Disney movies in the 60s, like Dumbo as well. Dumbo was in the 40s. Oh, but, that was early. Yeah. Okay. But Dumbo is great because there's a drunk scene. There's no way they could do that today. Like yeah. if if they were because they they drank some I don't know what it was, but it they, wasn't yeah. like it just had like XXX on the bottle yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, so it's implied. And then him and the mouse Timothy yeah. um, are seeing the dancing elephants uh-huh. and things like that, uh-huh. so, which is a great scene. So, it is so good, know. and you know I, I I love all that Disney, yeah. all the older Disney stuff. I'm glad you mentioned the Aristocats because there's a lot of like weird era. You know where you have the Aristocats and the Rescuers and mm-hmm. Sword in the Stone, yeah. and they're really good. And people they are about good. Them. Yeah. Oh, I love the Aristocats. I love everybody wants to be a cat. Yeah, great tune. Mm-hmm. So good. There's some like f- making fun of Chinese people, but other than that, yeah, well, yes, <laughs> but other than that, it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And also, kind of the the female cat has this sensuality yeah. about her that's like kind of interesting, mm-hmm. and she's confident, and that's co- yeah. that's cool mm-hmm. instead of like that damsel in distress thing. True. So, what are the other ones that? Because mm-hmm. you mentioned, I'm glad you mentioned the Aristocats, but mm-hmm. what are the other ones? Well, the ones about animals. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty much, most of them have some sort of animal. Yeah, involved. I love yeah. the animal when animals are like. I love allegory, so mm-hmm. Lion King, I love. Yep. Aristocats, I love. Um, I like Beauty and the Beast quite a bit. I watch that one a lot. Okay. I, she was the only, like, person character, mm-hmm. female character in Disney that I identified with. Yeah. The 90s were kind of, like, a big... That was the resurgence. In the 80s, they kind of... There weren't a lot. Yeah. And then once 88 hit with Little Mermaid, they went on a great streak. Yeah. yeah. And I, that was my childhood. Which is so, perfect. So, like, yeah. the 90s... I have all of them on, like, VHS yeah. and their little foam... Yeah, uh, packaging. Giant, Bam- yeah. Bambi. It, oh, of course. Yeah, I love Bambi. I love Bambi because of the designer, the artist who created the wor- that world was this Japanese artist mm-hmm. who was just stunning, like an incredible artist. Yeah, and a lot of the original paintings and work that inspired kind of the aesthetic that became Bambi mm-hmm. has this just ethereal Japanese art. Yeah. to it that is just so attractive to me so between the artistic elements and the animals yeah, of course yeah. <laughs> clearly that is what i like um that made me fall in love and because there very, are no humans sad. in that the humans actually are the ones that yeah. they cause all the destruction but you barely see them they yeah just, it's really just this ode to nature yeah. and i am very drawn to that. I just watched Snow White not too long ago, and you could tell that the template of Thumper actually started in Snow White. Oh yeah, totally. Which is always cool to see throughout the film. Then reuse the same totally. templates. Yeah. They do that too. There's some witch characters mm-hmm. that they reuse the same. Definitely. Like face the witch in Snow White mm-hmm. was reused for Emperor's New Groove. Mm. What was her name? She was a fabulous villain. Yeah. I, I can't think of it. I don't remember. But especially Esme back then. Esme or Esmeralda? No, Esmerize. Or... So I have to look it Ismay. up. I think it's Ismay. Okay. Oh, I love it. And Emperor's Group is another favorite. That's a good one. That's a newer one. Um, so. That was a newer one. I remember re-watching Emperor's New Groove five times. Oh, my God. With, with my best friend in having a sleepover, re-watching it five times with Sun Chips. 
<laughs> I remember the sun chips. It's funny what you remember. I know. Right now. <laughs> well, you know, I remember the sun chips uh-huh. because we were eating them while we were in bed, getting, mm-hmm. like going to go to sleep after watching Man Prisoner Groove like yeah. five times. And we fell asleep eating the sun chips. And when we woke up, there were sun chips all in the okay. bed. And like, it was disgusting. <laughs> well, you don't eat in bed. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's why I remember that. Um, but I love that movie. I watched it so many times. Another really good mm-hmm. m- music. Um, good music in that one. So other, I'm trying to think of other animal ones that you probably liked. Did you like 101 Dalmatians? No, I think I didn't like that one as much. I did. I watched it a lot. Mm-hmm. I watched them all a lot oh, well, sure. yeah. <laughs> as a kid, but I didn't like that one because I, I think it made me really sad. About the dogs and everything. About yeah. the puppies yeah. being like skinned. Sure. For some reason, I liked Bambi <laughs> because the destruction was implied yeah. and it wasn't actively seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's all from the perspective of these creatures who are always protecting themselves mm-hmm. and protecting nature from human and Right. Where in a Wonder Woman's Dalmatians, that it's very much like these are domesticated sure. animals that are being hunted and the people are all kind of very important. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, yeah. And then Lady and the Tramp. I don't know if you like I That was a little before my time, so I only watched it. Oh, mine too. <laughs> when did it come out? 54? 50, yeah. 50 yeah. something. I, I also didn't like the uh, heteronormativity of it, I think. <laughs> to put it you know Mm -hmm. in an annoying millennial term but yeah that's uh, again all of the stories that have that kind of typical girl didn't resonate with me even Mm -hmm. as a child interesting which is really weird because my personality is obviously consistent i i'm still not really Mm -hmm. i I like funny romantic comedies today Mm -hmm. but like the that history history History? history historical arc yeah is not something i ever was drawn to i guess mm-hmm. i was i was the little girl running around pretending to be jesse from free willy yep which we might need to talk about next <laughs> is that considered a disney movie i think it is disney okay well we'll talk about we'll it talk next yeah. um pretending to be a boy playing the harmonica wanting to ride on whales like yeah. me and animals and nature i was this little girl growing up in mm-hmm. the country i was outside all the time, barefoot in the stream, yeah. making mud puddles, and you know that was my identity. Yeah. So these like the princess, little princess yeah. girls from you know who never really had that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't resonate with me at all. Right. I was more like adventurous and outdoorsy mm-hmm. and connected to nature, which is probably why the animals. So did you like Fox and the Hound? Yes, I did. It was go. very, yeah. very sad, though. It is. A lot yeah. of these very sad ones from the 50s. This was from the 80s. This was what, 81. Really? Yeah. It uses the same aesthetic. As it like does. Lady and Chimp, some mm-hmm. of those older ones, and Bambi and stuff. Yeah. But I did. I watched Fox and the Hound, again, all very sad. Yeah. Yeah. The sad ones really didn't. But for, for some reason, Bambi, although sad, didn't. Yeah, that that was a bummer. <laughs> Definitely the mom. But yeah. It was more uplifting overall. Yeah, because he's growing up. So. Right. Yeah. Um, but the fox and the hound was yeah. really devastating. Well, even Dumbo's sad because they walk up his mom and. Yeah, and, and there's but, always yeah. elements of sadness. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, fox and the hound had like an overwhelming, sad. Yeah. yeah. Ending, just mm-hmm. a sad story. Right. So that one I didn't like as much. Sure. Sure. But. Yeah. See, you still do like a happy arc, so that's... that's I like happy yeah. animals yeah. that go on adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end it on sorry. that. That is, a, that is the way we should put it. Thank you, Enrico. Cool. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, we're back with Samantha. Welcome back. Hello, thank you. So for this week, we're going to talk about our favorite animated Disney films. And uh, before, while we were walking to the conference room, we were we were deciding <laughs> when's the last time we saw an animated Disney film. And so it's, oh, I know we might have to go back in the archives for you. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, this is movie memories, so we're going back into my horrible, <laughs> horrible memory to try and remember my childhood. But no. But when you do research, it all comes back. So yeah, that's, yeah, and like thinking of it, like one of the biggest like movie genres of my childhood were Disney movies. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a 90s kid, so it was like the rebirth of all of the Disney stuff exactly. and the huge like commercialization of everything. Oh, yeah. Like I had Disney-themed everything. Mm -hmm. Like, And for Halloween each year, I was a different princess. Mm -hmm. So Okay, like, so you got to tell us about that. The and whole what, what, thing. What were the princesses you actually dressed up as? Distinctly, I remember doing Snow White mm -hmm. and then Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. when I was... Little, I also had the same hair I have now, mm -hmm. so I had a bob, so I had could do like the little Snow White. I looked like a little Snow White, yeah, because I was pale and I had the dark hair. <laughs> so I think my mom just thought it was cute, yeah. And then I think I was older and I did Belle, like the whole like yellow dress and everything. Mm -hmm. I was a big like into princesses. I love dress up, right? So I I remember those two for sure. I don't know if I did others. Then I just started dressing like a witch. <laughs> so. so then you could have played the the, the, yeah. uh, the evil stepmother. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, but I think I had even like the little lunchbox. Oh, nice. And I had all the Disney themed like school stuff. So what was and... the craziest thing you had that you can remember? <sighs> I don't know. Like, this is too much. No, <laughs> this is, <too> much. <laughs> this is just Disney overload and too memory much, overload. Too much memory. Okay, we're just going to go into <laughs> movies then. So what, what is your list of at least your... What would be the movies you would now watch and still have fond memories over? So I definitely still remember Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. I think of the animated group, that was probably the one I watched the most. Mm -hmm. um, and it really like came back to me when I watched the live action one yeah. that came out recently. And I, I remembered all the songs. And I think I even saw like Beauty and the Beast on Ice. Oh, really? In, like, yeah. San Jose, they always do the like. They had all the Disney on Ice yeah. shows, and I went to all of those. Mm -hmm. So I saw that for sure when I was a kid. <laughs> but yeah, that one, I loved it. I just saw the little songs, and I like how Belle is just a smart yeah. young lady. And I think she was a good good influence on yeah. me when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. The whole beast thing is weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> did you ever did you ever watch the TV out. show version? This was actually before I think they made the animated version. No. They had one in the eighties mm -mm. with um, the woman that was in the Terminator. Um, oh. God, what's her name? Linda Hamilton. She's oh, in it. Really? Yeah. And then the guy was in Hellboy. <laughs> it oh. was. Uh, Ron Perlman. So, yeah. Yes, he played the Beast. So, yes. You might have to go back and look at that one. I had but, no clue. Yeah. yeah. I just watched the... The Disney version. The Disney had that VHS just yep. on all the time. I think Lion King I watched a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, like, mid-90s was when all the Pixar stuff started coming yeah. out. And I have a little brother, so Toy Story was really big in our house. Yep. Like, I watched the first Toy Story movie dozens of times. Yeah. I th we thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. Because it was the, you know, was it, it was the first Pixar. It was. It and was. it was the first of that style. 
and he loved like Buzz and Woody and all that and I remember we were always scared by the um the evil kid and how he would like manipulate and create his own little dolls there was like the doll head with the robot legs Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> it is kind of creepy when you look back. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of a creepy kids movie. Um, but you really did come in the prime era, uh, you and Enrica, because mm-hmm. um, when I grew up, I was in the 80s, and so Disney had kind of fallen off. Yeah. Like, there really wasn't that you much. You had the classics, yeah. but nothing really... Um, it kind of tailed off in the 70s, mm-hmm. and then the 80s, it was stuff like The Fox and the Hound, and yeah. Black Cauldron, and then yeah. finally, once Little Mermaid came, they went on a nice run. Yeah, so. I just noticed that came out in at the end of 89, yeah. so practically the yeah. 90s. Yeah. That was, and that's then was another one I watched a lot. The Little Mermaid, yeah. Yeah, I really liked The Little Mermaid. I thought it was always weird, though, because my dad is named Eric, and oh. it's Prince Eric in that one. <laughs> You're like, I can't get behind that. No, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and also, yeah, that's um, Enrica didn't like it because she basically left her family in the sea yeah. and just kind of abandoned them. Yeah. You know? so. so, I don't know. Little Mermaid wasn't my top one, mm-hmm. but Beauty and the Beast for sure. Yep. Um, Lion King... I not as much I think just the songs from the Lion King yeah. really stuck around mm-hmm. so a lot of these just the songs I think you associate more than like the actual movie, movie. Like, I don't know the last time I saw the movies but you can still remember yeah Elton John's in that so, one right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and then, and then oh, Phil Pocah- Collins is in Darzan yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's just so many now yeah. I'm like Pocahontas oh yeah um Hercules yep Mulan mm-hmm. I liked yeah I loved all of them I saw Mulan Way too many times. So of the well. classic, classic ones, the ones back in the like the 40s and 50s, mm-hmm. did you get into any of those? Yeah, I okay. did. I had all of them. Okay. So I think I really liked Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, I like what they did with like Gus Gus and all of the, the little characters. Yeah, yeah, it was really cute. I always liked it. And then, you know, going to Disneyland as a kid and sure. having the castle there mm-hmm. was just really cool. And... Um, yeah, Snow White as well. I think sure. Snow White and Cinderella were the big two. I didn't, like, Dumbo and Bambi, mm-hmm. not so much. Yeah. I think I was scared of Dumbo. Really? Yeah. I remember, like, watching it. I don't know if I got through the whole thing, mm-hmm. but it scared me. It is kind of sad. I mean, they put Dumbo's mom in, uh-huh. like, a cage. And then they also have the crazy psychedelic, I they get drunk scene. Yeah. <laughs> With the dancing outfits and everything. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny what kids yeah. remember, so... Yeah, oh, there's, then there's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. But yeah, Cinderella comes to mind. I just thought, I, I liked that story. Yeah. And she gets her, like, magical makeover with her pretty dress. And then she goes to the ball. So it fits <laughs> It fits what you were into as a, uh, as a, it, as a kid. I liked the extreme princess. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so you went from extreme princess to the, to witchy, like, like witchy movies, like yeah. Hocus Pocus and so, things like that. You know. yeah. Always has to be a little fantastical. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the classics. What else? Um, none of the really. Yeah, nothing really came out in the sixties. So you didn't get 70s. into like Jungle Book or Hundred One Dalmatians. And... Um, not really. I know I watched the animated One Hundred One Dalmatians, mm-hmm. but like I'll mention in the live. Yeah. Okay. We'll get into one. that one. Yes. I liked that. I I loved the live action. Mm-hmm. Actually, Enrique did too. <laughs> All right. So, are there any, there's, those are the ones that stood we, out for you. We rattled them off. Okay. We got through most of the, in the animated, I think modern 
like the more modern releases I don't watch anymore. Yep. So there's like no like recent favorites. No Frozen for you. I never watched Frozen. I still haven't seen it either. So <laughs> I'm Nobody's just, mentioned Frozen yet, which I'm, I'm kind of surprised. A, a, in protest, I'm a horrible person. I'm just not going to watch it. Watched it is it. funny about Disney. Since they've been around so long, it just mm-hmm. depending the age of the person you talk to, you're going to get a like. My mom yeah. would say the early ones. I'm going to say you know whatever mm-hmm. the '70s ones or the the '60s yeah. ones, and then. Because you see yeah. things as a kid that really stick with sure. you, and then you watch them over and over if yeah. you can, because you love them so much. That's right. So, there's Disney for you. That's right. There, there is branded in America mm-hmm. as McDonald's. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Samantha. All right. For this week, Brian is back. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. So we had fun last week. Uh, we did uh, the sequels, like little the the. We actually did two episodes, so there was a sequel to the sequels. But uh, for this week, we're going to do uh, animate our favorite animated Disney films. And uh, depending what era you grew up in, you're probably it's going to be an interesting um, mix of picks. So you always do a list most yeah, of the time. I like, yeah, most of the time I like to do a list if I if I have time to prepare. If I'm a if I'm a good guest, yeah, I, I prepare. So this uh, is good. So you have what so about I have five? A four or five? Yeah. Um, so I I have a favorite, and then I have the like I listed a top four, but I don't really know that they're in order. Okay. So just I'll start with the other three, and then I'll go to my favorite. So. Um, one of them is Fantasia, which really? is not really a movie, I guess. I mean, no. it's just a bunch of shorts spliced together. Mm-hmm. It is one theme of, you know, uh, cartoons designed around classical music. Right. Um, and I like it because it's just kind of unusual, trippy. I don't know. The animation is pretty brilliant for the time. Yeah. And, I mean, 1940. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the if I saw a restored version of it, and it, like it was it was pretty beautiful. The, the color restoration and everything. So, so how old were you when you first saw it? I must have saw it on cable TV at my grandparents' house. So it was in, probably in the 80s, I okay. guess. So were you bored at all by the when you were a kid? I think there are parts of it that I was bored by. But, and yeah, I think, I don't remember. I think maybe it's like the Night on Bald Mountain one, which just kind of goes on and on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm into classical music enough that I like it. Yeah. Um, Probably as a kid, I was more bored by it before I got more into the music. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I, I so definitely fell a... asleep in the theater because <laughs> they, they always re-released Disney I could movies. See, yeah, yeah, I could see that happening in the theater. If I were a kid, I yeah. probably might have fallen asleep. But by far, my favorite yeah. scenes were with Mickey Mouse because that's yeah. they kind of advertise it. You know, Mickey Mouse is the wizard, but he's barely yeah, in it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I definitely appreciate it more now. The music's excellent. I mean, it's it's, it's definitely a labor of love for Walt Disney, but it's yeah. two hours too. Yeah, so, it's kind of long. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's, all, it's barely a kids' movie in that regard. Yeah, it's, it's long and it's there's no dialogue. No. it's just music and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I did see the Fantasia 2000, which I liked maybe one or two of the cartoons they did for there, the, the Rhapsody in Blue, okay, Gershwin. But the rest of it was kind of yeah, okay. Yeah, it's kind of neat, but it was like they already kind of already. It was kind of like a gimmick they didn't need to go back to. Sure, so. sure. I think it was straight to DVD anyway, right? So. Oh, I did see it in the theater. Oh, did so, you? So, yeah, okay. maybe it was just like a very limited release. Or okay. Because they did, they had the two, I think, it back-to-back or something like mm. that. So, I don't remember. That's if a I lot saw. of Fantasia. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a lot. I think I just saw the, the, the second one, the okay. Fantasia 2000 mm-hmm. in the theater. But. Cool. Um, another is Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just one of those when I, I always liked it. I read 
the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland as a kid, like the book, and then I really liked the Disney adaptation of it. It's just sort of goofy and strange. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, really well done. Yeah, and it's a uh, you know I I like all that the animation of that era. I guess it's the was it the fifties or maybe early sixties of that one. Yeah, I think it was the fifties. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I mean all the classic Disney animation was great. You can't really go wrong with it. It's just a matter of whether you like the stories or not, whether they resonate with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember even you know Bambi being like the animation being great. Oh, but yeah. it wasn't a movie that I really you know it's like I don't it doesn't need to rewatch it all. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, okay, it was good. And the voice acting is always very good. They're not unlike today where you have to get the stars to do voice acting. Yeah. These weren't usually yeah. well-known people. Yeah. So on that note, um, Aladdin. Yeah. Was, which oh, I there think you go. Was like I think kind of kicked it off for uh, the the celebrity voice acting. Yeah. Because Robin Williams was so integral to that. To Absolutely. That, uh, that movie. I mean, it was it was all about him. I yeah. Think. And the movie it was good on its own right, but I think he really kind of carried it to another level. Mm-hmm. Of, of, I don't know, memorability or something like that. He Definitely. Just, yeah. So, I, some of the earlier ones, and they were already on my list, like the Rescuers had like Bob Newhart and Ava Gabor. Oh, so was Rescuers the, also? That was... 77, so yeah. And that was Disney too. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I get confused with the 80s animated. There's like the Don Bluth animation movies and those weren't Disney, but right. the animation kind of looked similar in some of those. Like Disney maybe tried to copy Bluth. Sure. I think Bluth actually came from Disney and then went on his own. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so sometimes I kind of get confused about who like who did what, but yeah. And the other famous one, and this is only if if you follow old time radio, is Phil Harris did the the um, voices for I think it was a Baloo or whoever. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. Jungle Book. Yeah, there <laughs> my you go. number Leading one is Baloo. <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, yeah, no, it's fine. No, yeah. It's, um, yeah, Jungle Book was my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like the animation style of that one is is one of my favorites of any of the yeah. Disney. It's, it has kind of like this hand-drawn look to it, more than, more than like more like hand-illustrated rather than just animated. I don't, it's hard to describe. I don't. I don't think I have the, the terminology for it. But it's just. It just kind of. I just really like the style of that one. And it's then, also well known for. I think that was Walt Disney's final um, movie that he oversaw before he oh, died. Okay. So yeah. yeah so, so yeah, it's definitely in that early Disney realm of yeah yeah his his stamp of quality on it and uh i really love i love blue so phil mm-hmm. harris mm-hmm. uh louis prima is one of my favorite singers yeah so i loved him as uh as king louis uh-huh that's great and then and, what was it did you have one other one uh actually i think that was it there are probably a few others that, i mean I, I love all of them like there's snow white is great mm-hmm. it's not you know i wouldn't consider it my favorite but i love the animation some of the um and considering it was made in 19... It was really the first the animated... First one, yeah. yeah, the very first animated feature. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the recent... There were not... I shouldn't say recent. The ones that came out when I was, like, junior high, high school, the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, Lion King, all those. Yeah. And Aladdin's in there, too. Sure. But Aladdin is my favorite of that era, but I, a lot of them were good. I even like Tarzan. Yeah. Beauty I'm not a Phil yeah. Collins fan, but I like the rest. <laughs> the story was pretty good. It was. I like Mulan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Disney's. I love Disney. And it'll be interesting in general, people but. throw in the Pixar stuff because I'm allowing Pixar. Yeah, I decided be, purposely, yeah. I want to mention that, I yeah. purposely decided not to include Pixar because they weren't originally part of Disney. And I think all the major releases were Disney, but I yeah. didn't think of them as Disney movies. Sure, sure. So, and if and if that were the case, then yeah, I would say The Incredibles is my favorite of the, of the Pixar. Yeah, but, mine too, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't include it on purpose. So. That's okay. <laughs> that, I, I made sure that yeah. like it was pretty much. Yeah, everyone had a carte blanche on this. We one, could do so. a we could do a Pixar Pixar. Pixar. Oh, yeah, totally. Because Monsters Inc. is great too. Yeah. So. yeah. Great. Well, great list as All always. Right. Thanks, Thanks, Brian. So we tried to get her to do the intro. <laughs> And then she clammed up, which is impossible. I so. cannot do it. You can do it. <laughs> All right. So for this week, Danielle is back. Welcome back. Thank you. And we're going to talk about animated Disney movies this yes. week. So you have a top six list because you don't believe in top five lists. Of course not. Yes. <laughs> so let's let's get into it. What are your favorite, top six favorite animated Disney films? Okay. So, um... Sorry. <laughs> quick, quick. Yeah, it's like my parents' house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and um, sixth place? So that, yeah. I almost said sixth place. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why. Uh, on sixth place, it is Frozen. Really? You're the first person to pick Frozen. I know, because everybody's fed up with Frozen. Yeah. No one can hear Let It Go anymore. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the first time in the, I don't like the Disney movies, uh, animated. The movies. new ones. Um, no, the classic ones. It's everything so musical, or you know, it's I was like the the poor little girl who find the prince mm-hmm. and then her life changes forever. Well, you they're know. fairy tales. For who? I mean, no, but they're classic tale. Fairy yeah, tale. but who? Why? It needs to be always like that. So anyway, from. <laughs> My show. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> no, no. Uh, my kids love it, Frozen. Sure. Like, it was like love at first sight. And they, we bought the DVD and then we bought like the Amazon movie. They watch it until, oh my goodness, Gabriel already knew the lines. And we have the CD too. And once we had to go to Tahoe, listen mm-hmm. that song over and over. But the movie itself, when I saw the first time, and it was enough, <laughs> not more than that, um, I like it because it's it's uh, the songs are very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like the the loss of the the parents and you know the sisters, and the 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 end is cute because not tied to a guy, and that was like a first for me. I was like, oh. Finally, movies are like that. so you know because we're all the, she's gonna kiss this guy and you know she'll be happy forever. And um, no, it was the sisterhood, and that was super. That was new and that was cute. I like the message. You know, you don't need a guy to be happy. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. Like no, no, Cinderella, I get it. There's already a, there's already a and, formula know, like, to it that they don't have to keep doing. Exactly. Yeah. So I like it because of that. Very okay. good. Cool. All right. What is your next one? So the next one number is five. number five. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can count. One did four five. <laughs> is uh, Tangled. Tangled, uh, which yes. is basically Rapunzel. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of the line of Frozen. For me, it mm-hmm. was like the two were very similar. Mm-hmm. Tangled came first, right? right. So again, was when my daughter like, oh, when I see Tangled, like, oh, here we go. It's Disney. And people are like, we're like, oh, it's Rapunzel. And I already knew, oh, it's going to be Cinderella. It's the beauty, the beauty and the beast all over again. The songs that I want to sleep. Uh, <laughs> and then when I saw it, 
It was super cute mm -hmm. because it was not the story of Rapunzel, the, you know, the, the original. They yeah. took different directions and the songs were very happy. She was very sassy and, you mm -hmm. know, it was everything. It was super cute. Yeah. So that's why I like it. I'm not a big fan of Disney movies or stuff You keep like saying that, that, then why are you doing this episode? Big, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I hate Disney movies. I don't like it, but you know, I have kids, so okay. I, wa I take them to the movies right. to watch, and I need to watch it too. <laughs> sure. So these are the ones you're dragged to, but end up enjoying. Yes. That's why I should retitle yes, that. Yes. Yeah. So the next one that I like is Toy Story. Number four. Yes. And Wait, the first one or all of them? Uh, I, like, I like the three. The... Okay. The yes, it was. Uh, I mean, come on. Like the last one, it was. I cried. I, I didn't cry, but I <laughs> know <laughs> I had tears on my eyes because that felt like real life. He's leaving. It's yeah. not even like the toys, but it is like emotional for the toys. But like he's leaving. That scene was like, whoa. Now you know we 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 saw since like the, the his little boy. Yeah, the bus lady yeah. came to the house. So there's mm -hmm. this whole. New, the, I mean, it, the movie is so well made. There's is no, there's no repetition, no. Uh, right? So it, it is a cute movie. We have the movie as well no. at home. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, I mean, you have the best voice actors in there too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, very nice. And Gabriel wants to go to that place, the burger place, and he keep asking. Burger King? No, no oh. Burger King. <laughs> it's like a spaceship kind of oh, really? burger. Okay. Where they get lost mm -hmm. and. Um, I thought it was a Burger King, but I could be wrong. No, yeah. and that place. <laughs> look it up and. All right. <laughs> Well, Gabriel dressed up as uh, Buzz Lightyear, didn't he? When you... He did, yeah. and his butt was ripped. <laughs> like the customer was ripped in the butt. So yeah. he came here to Yahoo for the parade. And he was all shy, all chubby on that tight <laughs> outfit. <laughs> so when people saw the butt, the Irma would look at... She was about to say, and I was like... Don't, don't. <laughs> He doesn't know. He's no. still not knowing. All good. <laughs> yes. Did he ever end up finding out? No. No. Even like they're in the video mm -hmm. at Yahoo backyard. Yeah, yeah. There's a video of them, and is not on the back. And that's <laughs> good. Just in the front. <laughs> All good. All right. Number two. So number two, uh, is the Incredibles. So you're like you like all the new ones. I, I love the Incredibles. I think yeah, it's it's arguably one of the best Pixar movies. Funny. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it is. Funny and the best, I think. Like, there's a part that it becomes like very boring when you know they go. He goes alone, and there's like this charming girl with him, mm -hmm. and that kind of okay, more more action. And there's the designer. I love the designer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's super funny. But the end, it's really good. Like the little boy mm -hmm. becoming that name, like everything. Dell cracked that cracked me up. I remember I was in the movie theater too. Oh my god, that woke me up. Like that was super fun. Mm -hmm. I like. They're it. coming out with a sequel, I think, in 2019. I know. So, yeah, yeah. I oh, have to go in. Well, yeah. <laughs> you get dragged to that. Yes. All right. So I'm curious. What was the number one movie? <laughs> Up. Yes. U P. I uh, know. Oopie? It's up. No, up. It's U P. Yeah. Oh. That's how you spell it. <laughs> I know there's a U P. <laughs> <laughs> Say yippee. Yippee. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it doesn't take much to get Danielle to, to crack out. I have? Did I say wrong? No. Is that a bad word? Oh. Just <laughs> oh. Son of an up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know most of the people don't like that movie. Mm -hmm. They say it's very depressing. It's very, they like Ratatouille because, you know. Mm -hmm. I was asking around, they, everybody likes Ratatouille and they think it's idiot. They, <laughs> what, so why don't you like Ratatouille? It's it's rats and mouse on the kitchen. That, I mean, come on. So they're <laughs> cute Oh, super and, cute. Yeah. No, there is no such a thing as okay. cute mouse. <laughs> All right, back to Up. Uh, I love that. I mean, App. <laughs> no, app. I think it's an app. Like, when was there an app movie? So, I I think uh, Disney don't need to do the happy, you know, princessy um, musical kind of movie, and that showed mm -hmm. that I mean the movie was people liked the movie. It was not like a bad. Mm -hmm. How do you say like? Is this the one where they they feel a certain emotion and they're that color? Is that up? Which one's like that? Uh, that one is the the balloon. Yeah, which one's that? One? Oh, okay, yeah. Is the balloon that yeah. you know? It is sad. Mm -hmm. Like he has this dream with his wife, and it goes the whole relationship. They trying to save money to go to this place. Okay. And you know it goes through his life. Uh, how happy they were. How you know the a cute couple, and they get older together. Mm. So they save money on the little jar, you know, all the change they put it there. But every time something happens and they, they need to do, yeah. <laughs> they need to use the money and then she dies. Mm. And there's a scene, you know, it's so emotional. And then he becomes this grumpy guy who has this little house. And now is the city is taken by buildings and they want to kick him out, you know. And so the whole thing is it's, it's not like that. Cinderella that she's jumping around singing, you know, I see, like we see a God, theme. fairy, you whatever. Hate, you hate fairy tale. <laughs> it's it's more like today. It's mm -hmm. more like nowadays right. story, and it's it's so emotional and cute, and it's my favorite. That's my good. kids hate it, so <laughs> there you go. That's why it's your favorite. <laughs> All right. Well, you you chose a list unlike any other, and that's why we have you on. Are so you that's serious? Good. Well, yeah. Most people pick the classics or, or some or whenever they grow up, and so yeah. okay. But obviously, as you've repeated numerous times, you, you don't like Disney movies. I don't. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you for being on. You're welcome. All right, we're back without Sarah. It's just Janice. You're going solo. You're I, Beyonce. I I. I no, I'm not Beyonce. <laughs> Without no. Destiny's Child, no. No, no, I'm actually not that big a Beyonce fan. Really? No. Okay, so who would be your favorite solo artist after they left a very popular group? That's a girl. Are well, it didn't that, have to there, be a girl. I was <laughs> like, are there that many that are girls that went solo? I can't really think of any. Gwen Stefani. That's true. That's no true. Doubt. Yeah. Um, I would say Justin Timberlake. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you like the boy bands. Yeah. Yeah. Although I wasn't that big an NSYNC fan, but still. Okay, yeah. Justin anyway. Timberlake. Without. There you go. In sync with yes. Joy Fatone and all those yeah. fun guys. Okay, but for this week, yes. <laughs> we're going to talk about your favorite animated Disney movie. Oh, so many to pick from. Yeah. I Lion King yeah. comes to mind. I actually used to love Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. I mean, the spaghetti scene. Um, but I, I think I have to go with the classic, and that's Cinderella. Yeah. I think that's every little girl's fantasy from the moment she likes boys is she wants her prince charming. Yep. You know, she pictures her wedding, and she's got that big ball gown, and then we grow up, and then it's like, oh my god, you don't want to wear a big 
you know, poofy dress on your wedding day, but at least growing up, that's what you picture in your head. Like, so many of your fantasies of your future, it comes from that movie. Right. And great singing, great songs. Mm -hmm. And it's also different. It's unique in the sense they bring in the, the mice, so like Gus Gus. Yes, and, Gus well, Gus. Yeah, yeah. Love Gus Gus. Um, him with the cheese and yep. trying to pick up all the pieces of cheese and he keeps dropping the one. Mm -hmm. I just picture that scene in my head. I love that scene. Uh, Cinderella singing as she's getting ready in the morning. Yeah. That's always good times. Uh, gotta love the fairy godmother. Yeah. We all, we all wanted a fairy godmother. I didn't really particularly, well, one of my godmothers died when I was like five, mm. but, it's, but it's like we all wanted that fairy godmother that was going to come in and like make you look beautiful instantly. Yeah. Of course, that doesn't happen in real life. But, but then the great you know. thing about, especially the early animated Disney films, but they weren't super long. I mean, they were probably no. 70 minutes, 80 yeah. minutes, and it's all packed in, and it's perfect, and you don't feel anything's wasted. You're not yeah. bored. Yeah. Especially as a kid. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I used to love Bambi, too, because I love Thumper. Mm. Thumper oh, might yeah. be one of my all-time favorite characters. I mean, that little leg. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, it's too early to be teaching kids about death. Oh, yeah. I mean... I can't even remember how my mom explained that one to me, but I remember it scarred me for a long time to the point that I couldn't even watch Bambi right. again because I didn't want to watch Mom die again. So, but Disney movies were gritty. So, like even in Dumbo, when they take away Dumbo's yeah. mom, yes. yeah, that's really sad. Old and, and Old Yeller, which is the live action, yeah. they have to kill well, the Lion dog. King. Lion you know, King too, yeah. Like, really, I mean, I get you're yeah. trying to teach children, but in some ways, like they can also scar you. That's like, right. I mean, I don't know if they would have made Bambi the same way today. Probably like, not. Like, yeah. But then again, I mean, when Simba's father gets killed, I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty graphic. Circle and, life. Yeah. So, all, right, all right, Cinderella, great job. Okay, what about yours? Well, I already talked about mine. That's the way the podcast works. Oh, and so, yeah. This is me. You're just okay, going to have to listen. Just me. Okay. That's right. She's let the cat out of the bag. That's okay. Right. I have so many, but you'll okay. hear. All right, right. I'll do I'll a top hear. 10 list. Okay, there okay. you go. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Janice. <laughs> all right, we're back, and this week we're, we're going to discuss... Uh, animated Disney films, and we have Malin back. So welcome back. Hello, thanks. All right. So how many did you come up with for your favorite animated Disney movies? <laughs> how many did I come up with? Um, so, well, favorite animated Disney film that implies there should only be one, right? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you can have your top ten or twenty or whatever you want. Um. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, dang. So I was kind of hoping you would say that, yeah, favorite, and you would limit me to only one because then I wouldn't have to think too hard. I'd just have to think about one, and I wouldn't have to think about all the others. So the problem I was having was I was trying to think, um, do I want to pick a favorite Disney film from, like, the classic films, from, like, the time when Disney was declining, when it had its renaissance? Well, actually, well, why, don't we, stuff, why don't we do one of each? One of each? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so and, and then the other the other the other part is like which entity? So is Disney Disney, Disney slash Pixar? Pixar. That's if we're assuming that Pixar has been associated with them long enough that we can uh, like think of them as Disney films, and then Disney Touchstone, which um, I would say Pixar counts. I'm not so sure about Touchstone. Oh, see, the funny thing is, I would argue that Touchstone does more than Disney. <laughs> well, there you go. Or more than more than Pixar. Wait, sorry. Wait, I think for animated purposes, I'm 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 totally fine with with Pixar. If you did pick Roger Rabbit, I'm totally fine with that. Even though I think that was Touchstone. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I think more for live action, Touchstone came into play, but we kind of avoided those. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I can hold on that one then. Cool. Okay, so for. Disney classic, I would say Sleeping Beauty. I don't know if that's um, 
I don't know why either. I think it's I think the Ch- the Tchaikovsky score really wins me over on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the Huge Dragon um, and Maleficent as a uh, as an evil baddie, um, <laughs> I think is kind of awesome. She's kind of a a perfect little witch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think um, Sleeping Beauty really kind of wins me over. That's good. That's good because you're the first one to actually pick that as one of their faves. So good one. Yeah, you know, I kind of thought I would be, and I have a huge uh, sense of insecurity about that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like wondering if um, if I'm missing something that everybody else is is seeing in the other ones. Like I like Alice in Wonderland too, and I liked Snow White as a kid, but Sleeping Beauty is the one that I kind of would prefer to go back to if I had like a choice. Like my Disney classic on a remote, um, isolated island film, it would definitely be Sleeping Beauty. All right, so th- then different eras. So it's, it's, that's the classic one that you're going to pick. Uh, yeah, you know, and I didn't really prepare for going through each of the different eras, so I'd be kind of irresponsibly putting them together in my head. But I'm thinking um, maybe the next one in, t- in terms of time period, I liked um, uh, Robin Hood also oh, yeah. yep. as a kid. That was my number one pick. Oh, was it? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and I don't know what it is about that one. It doesn't really fit in with the perfectly with the classic ones. Do you know? Okay, I, I almost asked you if you knew what year it was. I know you know what year it was. It's 1973. Yeah, 1973. Okay, so the thing I remember most about it was uh, when I was a kid, I had gotten this huge castle Lego set. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember how many pieces, but for me... Uh, I was probably like four or five and it was just this huge castle and I was completely obsessed with it. And I stayed up almost all night this one time to put it together for the first time. Um, and I just kept turning on Robin Hood over and over and <laughs> over again to keep me awake. Um, I think I brainwashed myself with <laughs> Lego and Robin Hood. Um, and I finally built it in like the middle of the night and then later after a while, like days, I guess. I took it apart and I put it back together again. And yeah. Was, yeah. Well, I think, you know, yeah, like Peter Usinoff is so great as King John, who it was like the tiger. And um, it was just, it's a really well done, good way to get into Ro- the Robin Hood story if you're a kid, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? What else to mention? And then, I don't know, I think I could probably skip forward to... When does Renaissance start? It kind of starts with either I would say uh, the, the Little Mermaid. Or, I would say Little Mermaid. In I think it was eighty nine. Yeah, I was to yeah. It. yeah. So for Renaissance, I would say Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Probably just skip through everything from Robin Hood um, and Beauty and the Beast. Maybe with an honorable mention to The Great Mouse Detective, only because of Vincent Price. It's not a great film, but I'm. I remember as a kid, I was obsessed with uh, Vincent Price being in a Disney film. Um, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that one, too, because that was my number. I did a top 10. That was number 10. And it's just because I love Sherlock Holmes, and uh, it's kind yeah. of, it's fun. So I think I should probably see it again. I remember it was. I saw it again not too, too terribly long ago, and it fell into the category of those films where you see them later in life and they don't live up to your um, memories of sure, them. Sure, sure. Uh, Maybe now that I've gone through that, I can see it again and mm-hmm. like it on its own level. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, so Beauty and the Beast, I think, is fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, I saw the Broadway version of it when it had just come out. I thought that was great, too. I'd say that the 
Beauty and the Beast is the best um, Broadway adaptation that Disney's done also. Yeah. As far as like dark, romantic mystery stories, I think Beauty and the Beast is kind of the best they've done. And it kind of feels like a, a fairy tale. I don't know. Sometimes they throw things in either plot wise or visually that throws me off, but that's just kind of a cohesive unit. Doesn't. Yeah. No. The the other thing I think about when I think about um, beauty and the beast, I think I may have mentioned this to you before Mm -hmm. is that it's a whole lot better. If you listen to the, um, to like the, the DVD or Blu-ray with the French, um, soundtrack on oh really the French vocal vocal track I mean Ah. and that's because the the vocals in French actually sound like um age-appropriate voices whereas if you listen to the American version it it may not ring as age inappropriate or kind of shrill um squeaky voices at first but if you listen to the French version as a comparison um it really makes the American vocals sound like they've um, sucked on like a lemon or it's like the Splenda light version of <laughs> human voices. It's really, it's really kind of um, uh, a good calibration check. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. So if, if people are listening to this and want a new interpretation of watching a movie, you've probably seen a lot, try it, try it in the, the French version. Yeah. And if you don't understand French as a language, that's no problem. Because if you've seen Beauty and the Beast enough times, you probably don't even need a vocal track to understand what's going on. Exactly. And if you're watching the DVD or Blu-ray anyway, you can just turn on the subtitles and it'll fill you in on things that you may, you know, want to keep up on. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And the voices. Yeah. I think the reason I realized it for the first time was that as, um, I don't know why I was watching it with the French vocal track on (laughs) in the first place. Um, But my husband, who doesn't like musicals and does not like Disney because he has no soul and probably had no childhood, um, somehow I was able to get him to watch it with the French vocal tracks because it didn't grate on him nearly as much. Weird thing. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so let's go into then Pixar. We'll, We'll wrap up animation with Pixar. Oh, sure. So... Uh, Toy Story 1 and 2. Can I include those like as a set? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I included all three as my pick, so. Okay. I, you know, I saw three once. Okay. Don't know why I haven't seen it again, but I couldn't even really tell you anything about it because I remember it that well. Mm -hmm. And I don't use mind enhancing, altering, or decaying (laughs) supplements. Uh Um, so that's no excuse. No. Um, I just, I think I'm just getting older and I can't remember it. But for whatever reason, I never was tempted to go back and see it again. But Toy Story 1 and 2, like I remember seeing Toy Story 1 mm-hmm. when I was in college in Santa Cruz. And I just thought, wow, that was amazing. Because I was going into this computer-generated film thinking, oh, well, it couldn't possibly be as good as these other things because it's got this huge gimmick. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think it was going to try to live up to and beyond the gimmick because most films when they introduce a gimmick like 3d or whatever they're just so obsessed with the gimmick that they don't live beyond that point right and this film did such a great job of um using a new technology but then almost forgetting it unless it was absolutely necessary i was so fantastically um overwhelmed and amazed by it yeah and then when i for toy story 2 
I was I had been so impressed with Toy Story One. I thought, oh, well, it could never live up to my um, expectations or memories of Toy Story One because Toy Story One was just a nostalgia laugh a minute riot. Right. And then Toy Story Two took it like two steps further. So yeah, I was just amazed with both of those films. I think they're absolutely fantastic. Oh, and it's got who is Buzz Lightyear? Uh, his- Tim Allen. I just have absolutely no affection for Tim Allen as a performer. <laughs> Not that I think he's a bad actor right. or that he's got like this horrendous voice, but he just like, for whatever reason, like I can't believe I would ever go and see a movie because of Tim Allen. <laughs> and he keeps, um, he keeps surprising me both with uh, Toy Story and Galaxy Quest. Yeah. He's, he's actually really good in Galaxy Quest too. And in part of it, it probably has to do with the cast around him too. I mean, you can't go wrong with Tom Hanks and, you know, Don Rickles, I think, plays Mr. Potato Head and John Ratzenberry. I mean, there's so many great character actors in that. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Joan Cusack doesn't come in until Toy Story 2, right? I believe you're right, yes. And we've talked about her a lot. She's great. I'd pay to see anything with Joan Cusack. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even have to be good. Best I, don't ca- think there's, I don't think she's done anything bad. She's so fantastic. No, I know. She and probably- she, She's the, one of the best character actors there are. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, this is great. Thank you so much, man. Okay, cool. Thanks. All right. If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. 